0: Chapter 16 of Who Did It by Nat Gould. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Attack on the Homestead. By a lucky chance, wide awake's horse managed to slip his bridle, and when he saw the scuffle going on, he galloped off. The horse has gone, said Eli Spence. Curse it! The brute is sure to go straight home, and I wonder what has become of his rider perhaps they'll send and search for him said one of the band sure to said eli spence all oh, the better if they do there'll be fewer men at the homestead and we can hurry up the seven men marched off and moved in the direction of munda four of them including eli spence were armed with revolvers and the remainder carried heavy waddies they also had inflammable material to be used in setting fire to the house and buildings wide awake heard them try the door of the stable and the key was taken out by eli spence who said i keep this in my pocket for luck for fully an hour wide awake tugged at his bonds he wriggled himself down to the door and on the ground he felt a piece of old iron which was worn sharp he twisted about until he got his hands on it and then he managed to fix it against the side of the stable "'so that he could rub the rope against the sharp edge. "'It was a slow process, but he managed in time to saw it through. "'He freed his wrists from the rope and saw they were much swollen. "'Quickly he cut the rope that bound his legs with his knife "'and then got on to his feet. "'He felt stiff and sore, but he knew that it would work off. "'The door was fast and he could not open it. "'He went up into the small loft above.' and there found a door which was easily unfastened. He looked out. The distance was not great from the ground, so he dropped down. When he ran round to the front, he saw his horse was gone. Eli Spencer's taken him, he thought. When Mrs. Warden saw him, she gave a faint shriek. "Law, oh, how you frightened me, she said. Why did you not let me out? asked Wide Awake angrily. "'Eli Spence has the key in his pocket,' she replied. "'Then you should have ordered your man to burst open the door. "'I'm afraid you will get into trouble over this job, Mrs. Warden,' he said. "'I had nothing to do with it,' she replied. "'What could I do against seven men?' "'You could not do much against seven men,' replied wide Awake. "'But when they were gone, you need not have assisted them by detaining me here. "'Do you know what devil's mischief that brute Eli Spence is up to?' no said mrs warden i don't want to know but let me tell you that eli spence is no more of a brute than you are we'll not argue that point said wide awake i'm satisfied as to what he is because i had the pleasure of thrashing him not so very long ago you said mrs warden with contempt eli spence would lick half a dozen whippersnappers such as you are on this particular occasion he failed to lick me as you call it "'said wide awake. "'To show you the sort of men you encourage about here. "'Let me tell you, "'Eli Spence and his mates are going to fire munder under Olmstead.' "'Mrs. Warden started. "'She did not care to be mixed up in a serious affair of this kind. "'Not them,' she said. "'You're piling on the agony at any rate.' "'I've told you the truth. "'I was on my way to the shed and came round to see where the men were. "'I fancied they would call here.' sure enough they trapped me and now i have to make up for lost time they've taken my horse so i want the best you have in the stable and quick it may be too late but if i start at once sergeant tyler may be warned in time i have no horse to lend you said mrs warden yes you have said wide awake there's one in the next shed to the hole i was put into if you do not lend me that horse i shall have to take it if i tell sergeant tyler all i know about your place you'll not be here long let me have the horse and i'll shield you as much as i can mrs warden saw there was nothing for it but to comply with his request so she reluctantly consented saying it was a hard thing when a lone widow was bullied in this fashion wide awake quickly saddled the horse and mounting at once dashed off at a gallop merely waving his hand to mrs warden and saying i return horse he's a coolun she muttered fancy him giving he life a hiding i did not think he had it in him i wish he'd take a fancy to me i've given him plenty of encouragement but he isn't a marrying sort wide awake rode as fast as his horse would go to the shed it was late when he reached there and when he related what had happened to sergeant tyler the constable said we must start at once i hope i shall not be too late i shall take half a dozen men and go myself i should like to take the whole gang red-handed that eli spence is a bad lot i have received information about him from sydney only this morning that may prove interesting to mr bryce wide awake's horse was done for so he took one belonging to a boundary rider that happened to be handy the police and wide awake were soon on the way to munda and sergeant tyler was determined there should be no delay on the road at munda they were all satisfied wide awake had safely reached the shed and that the police would arrive in good time i hate sending for the constables said ted to wyndham but i think it's only right as the girls are here much better to be on the safe side said wyndham what ruffians these fellows must be do you think wide awake's information is correct i've not much doubt about it said ted bryce when he tells a story it's generally founded on fact the hours went by and no police arrived a clattering of horses hoofs was heard and ted bryce going on to the veranda saw wide awake's riderless horse galloping to the homestead here's a go said ted something's gone wrong with wide awake here's his horse with no bridle on what on earth can have become of him perhaps he's been trapped by the shearers said wyndham by jove i have it said ted he's been round by the kangaroo the what asked wyndham i forgot you did not know the kangaroo said ted that is the name of dame killam's shanty he had an idea Spence and his mates would be there and he may have gone round to make certain it was a risky thing to do i hope he has come to no harm that eli spence is a dangerous man and he owes wide awake one for the thrashing he received from him if it is as you surmise said wyndham the police will not have received information and we shall be at the mercy of these men they'll get a warmer reception than they expect if i can lay hands on them said ted bryce the only danger is in fire this place will burn like tinder i'll send off another man at once to tyler edward bryce thought it best to tell his sister and flora all that had happened and he was glad to see how coolly they took it what can we do to help you said ida i should like to have a shot at one of them ted i think i could hit a man he's a fair-sized mark at any rate but you would not like to kill a man said flora they are not men said ida they are brutes and must be dealt with as such every precaution was taken at the homestead and all the buildings were watched in addition to edward bryce and wyndham hanworth there were two men and several lads about as the evening wore on and there were no signs of the men about edward bryce commenced to think that after all wide awake might have been mistaken ted and wyndham hanworth had loaded the guns in case they were wanted and also had a revolver each handy a bullet or two will give them a fright said ted I don't want to kill anyone but i'm not going to have my place fired if i can help it eli spence and his men kept away from the homestead until it was dark and then commenced to draw nearer it was agreed to fire the outbuildings first and then in the confusion make a rush for the house they were unaware that edward bryce had received warning of their attack or they would have altered their tactics considerably Eli Spence calculated upon finding the outbuildings deserted, and those in the house off their guard. We can't delay much longer, said Eli. There's lights in the house yet. Better wait until they're put out, said one of the men. The night wore on, and Edward Bryce, thinking if the men were about, they would not care to come too near while the lamps were burning, kept them lighted eli spence at last lost his patience and said we'll try and fire some of the outbuildings anyhow come on mates you know what to do they crept into the enclosure and silently stole to the buildings luck seemed to favour them for the building eli spence decided to fire first was unguarded in a very short time the crackling of burning wood could be heard the men at the homestead were on the alert in an instant but eli spence and his mates were powerful men they quickly silenced two of the men with heavy blows on their heads and the lads seeing such a large number of men arrayed against them ran towards the house ted bryce heard the row and he and wyndham at once went on to the veranda they're villains they've fired one building said ted wide awake was right after all had a girl safe win yes said wyndham hanworth they are in the room at the far side, and it's well protected. Now, lads, what is it? said Ted Bryce, as the youngsters scrambled on the veranda. Please, Mr. Bryce, there's a regular army of them. They knocked Bill and Harry down, and now they're coming on here. We're ready for them, said Ted Bryce. Eli Spence and his men fired another building, and then made a dash for the house. If they're armed, he said, there'll be less risk in rushing right into them here they come said ted as he saw the men rushing across the lawn if you do not halt we shall fire he shouted at the top of his voice no notice was taken of this and as the men neared the verandah both ted bryce and wyndham hanworth fired two of eli spence's men fell but one was quickly on his feet again wyndham hanworth was not a very good shot and the bullet had only grazed him Eli Spence levelled his revolver at Edward Bryce and fired. Ted's revolver dropped out of his hand, and he gave a sharp cry of pain. He quickly stooped down and picked it up with his left hand. "'Fire, Win! fire quickly!' said Ted. "'There, over there! See that brute trying to fire the place?' Wyndham Hanworth fired and the man fell over.
1: "'Curse
0: you!' howled Eli Spence. "'You shall pay for this. Someone must have split.' they knew we were coming he thought to himself the men five in number had managed to reach the veranda edward bryce had been shot in the right arm but he still continued to use his left his aim however was uncertain the men came to close quarters and edward bryce called out the girls win go to the girls i'll keep these cowards back wyndham hanworth had not seen ted bryce hit and concluded he was able to hold his own he passed inside and took a couple of breech-loaders and went to guard the door of the girl's room how many are there asked ida not many said wyndham we shall keep them at bay if they do not fire the place where is mr bryce asked flora on the verandah said wynne alone asked flora yes said her brother then go to him at once said flora we can defend ourselves. We have revolvers here. Go at once, said Ida. We shall be safe here. Wyndham Hanworth ran to the other side of the house. As he rushed through the open window onto the veranda, he was tripped up, and then a violent blow on the head stunned him. Ted Bryce had been knocked down and rendered insensible, and the ruffians now made for the girls' room. We'll trap these jades and then fire the place, said Eli Spence fire it first said one of the men now we'll get the women out said eli with a hoarse laugh End of chapter sixteen